my worst enemy The flesh that's covering me Brings me down to my knees Welcome to Sermons in the Park a ministry exploring biblical truth from the Word of God, focusing on the truths that help us in our daily walk with Christ in every aspect of our lives. Now, here is your Reverend, Jamie McCaskill. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to an all-new Sermons in the Park. As always, I am your Reverend Jamie McCaskill. Now, um, today, Sunday the 18th, you know, we we covered the rapture today, right? And... I should say when when will the rapture happen? That, that was basically what it was called. I kind of told you my own thoughts on the rapture and also, you know, what the Bible has to say on when it will happen. Okay? Um, that was the whole point in that. I hope it helps you cl- help clarify some things with you, especially on... You know, what what I believe, what I read when I read the Bible, what I see when I read the Bible, using the Bible to guide my own, guide me, not looking into the Bible for what I want to say, right? And so, I, I, I like I said when we did that, that had absolutely nothing to do with these timeline episodes. So that doesn't count. This is the fourth part in that five-part series on our timeline of the end times, okay? That one was just our Sunday sermon. This one is the timeline, the fourth part in that five-part series. Um, What we're going to do today, we're going to try to answer some questions, just like we always have been. We're going to answer things like, what will be the final judgment of the devil and his angels, you know, for because of them bringing things like sin, death, and destruction into our world. And since we covered the resurrection last time, um, when we talked about the the rapture, I mean, we're going to talk about what is the purpose of the second resurrection of the dead, because we see a second one. And then we'll try to answer why. Why will God begin to cleanse all things? You, you may remember last week, right, that we talked about how Jesus overcame the forces of evil. Uh, and after this, we see Jesus usher in the millennium kingdom. Th- this will be a very beautiful time. This will be Right here on earth, we'll see peace. We'll see prosperity. All because God's kingdom is here on earth. Well, after that 1,000-year reign... God's going to start a time of judgment, a time of judgment and salvation, so that he can then finalize the fate of angels and humans. Remember, we discussed how the devil was put into a spiritual prison, right? And after the millennium, the devil is allowed, he's allowed out. He's Read with me. Revelation chapter 20, verse 3. Let me get over there real quick. It says... And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more, till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. You see, he's released. 
And the first thing that he does is he sets out to deceive men, you know, about God and, and to get them to start sinning. They'll all gather together into a very great army and they will try again one more time, the last time, to overcome the forces of righteousness. And in response, okay, God the Father, he consumes Satan's entire group, these rebellious humans, with fire just as they move to attack Jerusalem. We're still in uh, Revelation chapter 20 here. Look at verses 7 through 9. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together in battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up when they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Now this, this is the final time that the devil attempts to control the universe to be worshiped as God. Now with what I do, I think I've told you guys, I get a lot of questions, right? And one of the ones I get asked a lot is what will be the final judgment and penalty that's given to Satan and his rebellious angels, or as we call them, demons. Well, the Bible tells us that Satan is tossed into the lake of fire. We read that also in Genesis, I'm sorry, also in Revelation chapter 20, this time verse 10, the very next verse from where we stopped. It says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. A lot of people know there are some churches that teach that when you get tossed in there, you just don't exist anymore. But as you can read right there, it says you're tormented day and night forever and ever. And this here ends the devil's spiritual existence. Him and his angels, or as we call them, demons. You know, these these uh, wicked angels have decided to do evil. They're going to be judged, right, to be worthy of death as well, and tossed into the lake of fire, all right? Now, is this at the same time as Satan? I don't know. They could be judged when the unrepentant humans uh, get judged as well. We don't know. Read with me. I want you to read this real quick with me. Um, Jude chapter 1, verse 13. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out of their own shame, wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Now, it's believed that this is saying that there are other spirits, ones that had not decided to do evil. And they're put into a spiritual prison. Now, it's this point here that, that God decides to remember all of the humans who lived from Adam until the second coming of Jesus, right? Who had, not, who had let's say, not heard the truth, never received the Holy Spirit. Some say that this could include, you know, children and babies. And he offers them salvation 
during what's called the great white throne judgment. The second resurrection, what we tend to call judgment day, is God judging men by their good deeds. That's what the verse says. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to to their works do you see these people are being judged by their works now i want to say this i just want to get this out there all right this is not a belief that i ascribe to so but there is a belief and i feel it's worth mentioning this belief um is that the bible hints i'm using that word there hints that these men during the judgment are going to be allowed to live a flesh-based life for a hundred years. These people uh, that believe this, they use Isaiah chapter 65, verses 17 to 20 as their basis. Now we're going to read that. Isaiah chapter 65, verses 17 to 20. Flipping over there. It says, For behold, I create a new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem a rejoicing, and her people a joy. And I will rejoice in Jerusalem and joy in my people. And the voice of weeping shall be no more heard in her, nor the voice of crying, there shall be no more than a than an um bleh, let me back up. There shall be no more thence an infant of days, nor an old man that hath not filled his days, for the child shall die a hundred years old, but the sinner being a hundred years old shall be accursed. These people that believe in this, alright. They believe that everything from an aborted baby and a young child to an old man, uh, they'll be brought back to life, these children will, these, these aborted babies and children, and allowed to grow and, and learn and, and reach their full potential, right? What they're doing with this is they're using this as a works-based salvation, okay, that they're earning their way into heaven. They say that these people have to build a righteous character to, to match everyone else that, that was before them. That they have to learn true doctrine, they have to build a righteous character, they have to overcome their sins, their own human nature. And that once God is satisfied that they have reached that character that's worthy of salvation, only then will they be added to the Lamb's book of life, which we read about in Revelation chapter 20, verse 12. Let me get over there again. 
And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. But I want to say this. I don't believe that, right? I I, I think it's nonsense. I, it's just a works-based salvation and as you, you, if you've watched me long enough, you know how I feel about that. Okay, Revelation twenty twelve is just saying that those people who are brought before God are judged by their works before they died. I believe children under a certain age. I'm not going to get into that today. That they're already in heaven when they die. Okay, so aborted babies, you know, ten year olds, whatever. They're already in heaven. So, yeah. And the people who, who understand the truth, okay, we're getting back to where we were. The people who understood the truth who just, you know, rejected it. Your friends who've heard you talk about Jesus, who know that it's true, but just decide to reject it. This is the judgment where they'll receive the second death. Or, if you prefer, the lake of fire. Read with me. We're going to, and you'll see what I mean. Revelation chapter 20, verses 15, 14 and 15. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now, I know what you're thinking, right? This sounds harsh, but these people made their own choice. They made the choice. They're receiving mercy here. It's ending their existence. They Just imagine knowing that you've committed an unpardonable sin but not caring. That is, that is a punishment to live that life. Just read what Paul has to say over in Hebrews chapter 9, verses 4 through 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away to renew them again unto repentance, seeing they crucify themselves to the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. These judgments here, the ones that are brought up, brought about by the lake of fire. This is all just the first phase in God's plan to cleanse the universe of all sin. And he's doing this all to prepare for, for a perfect future. We're going to read one more verse here, and then we're going to end, end for today. So, Second uh, Peter chapter 3. Verse 7, it says, But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. So, I hope that I've explained just a little bit more to you today. I hope I've cle maybe cleared some things up. I don't know. I, I, I hope I did. Um... You know, I had somebody point out, you really like covering it. It's not. It's just I know I, I study it a lot. And it's one that um, we're, we're headed there, guys. We should be prepared. And it's, it's your minister's job to prepare you. 
right? To, to, to guide you. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And, and then think of this. I'm putting this stuff out there before these, before the worst of the worst happens. And people who will be living during that, they'll need these types of videos, these types of uh, podcast episodes to listen to, 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 so they know what to expect. Right, and they'll be seeing these things going on around them, and they'll 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 be looking at going, "Wow, that guy's right," you know. Um, so yeah, I, I pray the Lord continues to bless and keep you all. I hope you're doing well. Um, I love you all. God bless you, and I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to Sermons in the Park with Reverend Jamie McCaskill. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. And as always, thank you for listening. There's joy for the morning, sinner be still, earth has no sorrow, heaven can't heal, earth has no sorrow, heaven can't heal. So let